to say about me, about me They just wanna see me rowdy They just really need something to hate about me I don't know what they thinking, they getting out of me I was looking for music before it found me Never noticing me, ain't no moving loudly All I'm wearing is black and I do it proudly You say that you done, but you calling me back You don't really wanna get me started on that It's some crazy things I suppressed in the back J and you are listening to Threes from the Ring podcast and it's a brand new concept, brand new content from your boy Chris J from the No Chill Media brand. I told you guys it was going to be a ting this year and it is official, my guy. So I don't have my lovely wife on here because for one, she's not into basketball or wrestling like that. So and she's not uh, like she wouldn't be comfortable doing it. But I got somebody just as qualified to do it with me, and that's my boy, my best man, day one, A1, Trail Sav. Introduce yourself, player. What's poppin'? Trail Sav. And just happy to be a part of this podcast and be a part of, you know, talking something that I have, you know, deep passion for, which is wrestling. and something that I'm, you know, growing to, and growing to love every single day, which is basketball. So, yeah. So, pretty much threes from the ring, man. So, the story of this became solely because I wanted a sports podcast. And I've been wanting one for the longest. And I was like, okay, what am I most qualified to talk about? I could do football, but none of my homies, anybody close to me like that is into football like that. Basketball, just as qualified. And I was like, oh, I could do wrestling too. So, well, mm-hmm. who else besides oh, my, the A1s qualified to do it? Our man's Trail Sav G. So, once again, I'm happy to have you on here, man. Definitely looking forward to where this goes. Hey, if you are looking for young, healthy black men to positively reflect your uh, your brand and give us money to support us, we are down for it because we are we need all the money mm-hmm. we can get. So, for that money, you don't got to worry about us cussing up a storm, embarrassing you like that. If just know that no. we do support cat. We support cat at all times. But <laughs> other than that, like we won't be no problems to you. To all companies that's looking for some money to throw at some random black niggas. So we appreciate you guys for that. But anyway, man. So let's do an intro, <laughs> quick intro. So like I said, this is a basketball and wrestling podcast. So just a quick way so you guys get to know who we are, but also just know how long we've been fans of these particular sports and who our favorites are we're going to use that as a nice way to introduce ourselves so trail you go first so you know trail sarah but real government day trail bogan uh wrestling is something i've been the biggest fan of since like forever uh one of my fondest memories of wrestling not so proud of it but i was in my i was real young and I was in my living room, and me and my grandfather was watching it. And there was that episode when Vince McMahon had to kiss The Rock's butt. <laughs> and he had to, and, like, The Rock kept bringing people out and bringing people out. And I remember when, I think, was it Trish Stratus or one of the, you know, the divas back then came out and dropped the pants. And my granddad was like, I don't know if you should watch this. And he was like, you a man. And uh, I was like, cool. And then when Rikishi came out, he, uh, he decided to turn the channel because he didn't want me seeing somebody, you know, 
Vince McMahon kissing a big old round butt. So um, it, was, it was one of my fondest memories. It was something I enjoyed. Not not that, not that specifically, but wrestling in general is something I've been enjoying since since I was a kid. Uh, um, and then basketball. Basketball is something I didn't grow up on because I, you know, I grew up not not saying I, I grew up unathletic, but I grew up not getting into sports. So I was more of a outside, around the block type of guy. So I ain't never really, you know, was big on, you know, shooting hoops in the, in, in, in the park or anything. I was you better sit down on somebody's porch or something. But uh, I began a little basketball through, um, actually, the hate for LeBron in Chicago. I began to doing towards his, like, you know, as his ascendance to, like, a superstar. That's why I began to love him. You know, every, I was a casual basketball friend knowing about Jordan and the, the Bulls and how they dominated and stuff like that. But when it comes to, like, me being a hardcore basketball fan, it was – because of the hate towards LeBron in Chicago. And I was like, people are passionate about a guy that they don't know personally. I got to get more into this and more into this and more into this. So that's like my whole background of why I love these two things. All right, cool. And your top three wrestlers, well, top three favorite wrestlers and top three favorite basketball players. Not the best, your favorites. Favorites. My favorites, top three favorite wrestlers. Uh, wrestling is a one extremely hard thing for me to grade, but number one will always be uh, Undertaker, uh, the dead man, the only man with a gimmick that lasts this long, and everybody from young to old can really just say, oh, man, Undertaker. we don't even call him by his real name. Uh, I forgot it. That fast. We're going to talk about thugs, too. We don't even call him by his real name. But, um, oh, Mark Calloway. There you go. We don't call him Mark Calloway. We call him Undertaker. So, uh, that's my favorite wrestler of all time. Second, uh, right now, it is probably Seth Rollins. That's because he's been carrying that company on his back. It's not, it's all time is iffy for me because I've been watching wrestling forever. So people come and go. Um, so I can put Seth Rollins, you know, my favorite, I would say it like this, my favorite, my second favorite new school guy. You know, my second favorite of all time is my, you know, he's a new school guy and I love him. Um, and third, what has to be probably the the two people who I'll attack, two people who got me into wrestling, like when I was like when I was in grade school and it kept me watching it, watching it. I've been watching wrestling with my family forever. It kept me watching, watching it. The Rock and Batista, actually, I'm not even the biggest Batista fan, but them two kept me watching it because I was so in awe. Of Batista when I was a shorty, that I was like, man, this dude, you know, gains and whatnot. And Rock, even though you know he's a movie star now, that dude, he's the, it's the Rock. And everybody used to chat to the people eyebrow. My auntie was the biggest fan. My late auntie, she was the biggest fan of the Rock. Um, and she she loved him. She always did the people eyebrow. She barely watched wrestling, but when the Rock came on, she'll watch it with me. So uh, that's my three faves. Well, technically, yeah, yeah, yours. All right, so I fell in love with basketball. Dang man, like I grew up on the last three uh, Bulls championships. So, like for somebody to like really grow up and see like Jordan 
Like, I remember the last two finals vividly, and I think I was only, like, I want to say four or five. But, like, I remember those championships, seeing the joy of my dad and all of that. So that put me on to basketball. But I would feel like my first actual moment for basketball and love came when, honestly, was when, uh, like, the Vince Carter dunk contest, G. That was, like, my first, like, oh, basketball lit, bro. Like, you got this man sitting there killing it, G. Like, I I would casually watch it with my dad, but, like, that was, like, one moment. I was like, yo, like, I didn't know these dudes legit get down like that and all of that. So, and, like, that's just a memorable moment. Like, every time, like, that dunk contest is on TV, I make sure I watch it because, like, that was, like, my first, like, yo, I love basketball moment. And then, so, my – Favorite players of all time, like, I always got to throw Jordan in there. Like, I have to, like, Chicago nigga in me. And plus, I grew up, like, I grew, legit grew up, like, seeing that dude hoop. Like, even though he was, like, and even, like, on the Wizards days, like, he was still that nigga. But, like, yeah. his last few years, with last couple years with the Bulls, I was like, yo, this dude legit good. And then even going back in time, watching, like, old Jordan clips, old Jordan games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, yo, this dude was a different breed, G. <laughs> like, it's a different breed. Then number two, throwing in LeBron. Like, I am one of the most logical LeBron fans you're ever going to meet. So, like, you ain't going to sit there and hear me taunt to say that the man is the gold, gold cut goat. He's the goat of our generation, but he's not the goat of all time. Like, it still goes to Jordan hands down. But LeBron is definitely one of my favorites ever. Like, that's legit. Like, growing up seeing like LeBron like from when ESPN was hyping his man up from high school and then living up to yeah. the, uh, the hype all the way and like exceeding it and all that like mm-hmm. it's dope as hell and like I'm glad like I didn't fall into the haterade like most mugs do but like I understand his fan base is the cause of it shout out to whoever just happened because I saw a whole bunch of bodies just fall on hell in a cell yes we are watching <laughs> live all I saw was Seth Rollins and uh, Dolph Ziggler dead on my TV screen Shout out yeah. to that. Lit right now. I don't know what happened to Reigns and uh Braun, but oh my god! Yeah, they did. G. No, look at no, look on the TV, bro. Oh, shit. Yo, Just look who come out. You probably late, but look who calls out. Oh yeah, hold on, wait, cause uh, I watch. Watch Brock. Let... We're not G. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this later, G. <laughs> Why is he there? No, okay. But anyway, moving on, bro. Like I said, this is the type of shit you're gonna get on this podcast, G, because if we're watching pay-per-views live, we're gonna get you're gonna get live reactions sometimes. So, but yeah, so clearly LeBron's my number two. And then my number three is gonna be Shaq. Shaq Big Dun Dada. Like Shaq is my favorite in more like the personal sense and also just like like that dude was just dominant, G. Like I that was like legit my first play I like legit like ever like in a sense of just like yo that dude is cold and then like he had a swagger and a stick about on that i mm-hmm. grew to emulate because like as a big dude it was just like growing up as a big nigga it's just like life ain't that easy g <laughs> like you needed somebody to be like yo like <laughs> life like you know shaq is seven foot seven foot two and 350 pounds and all of that like still he had a swagger about it made it cool to be a big nigga so I like kind of latched on to that for myself, but like just watching Shaq just dominate with Kobe and then just go to the Heat and do his thing with Wade and all of that was just like one of the great, grandest moments ever. And then just seeing him be watched with LeBron and all of that was just memorable as well. 
like it was just a good thing memorable moment for like everything for me when it comes to Shaq so like Shaq is like always gonna have like a special place in my heart because of that because like that dude made me like he was like my go-to before LeBron got to the league and then like he he just dominated his era like he was clear-cut number one right when Jordan retired and you can't take that from him so and then with wrestling now wrestling is tough like I was really tough yeah like my first memories with wrestling came from WCW and it was like with Goldberg and seeing him go against the NWO and stuff like that and I was like yo this dude cold he just sitting there beating the hell out of people and all and that's just the young me like now like if he was talking to me now I kind of have a like disdain for Goldberg I have respect for him but it's just like yeah man like he's a bland he's bland as hell G like he's legit bland yeah. as hell but like Goldberg just dominated in WCW and then like I legit fell in love with wrestling with during the Attitude Era of WWE uh, F at the time but seeing Stone Cold beat the hell out of Vince McMahon and stuff like that and then The Rock uh, coming to his own stuff like that like that Legit was like my first memories of wrestling, and that, and also just the attitude air towards the end of the attitude air made me a fan of WWE more than WCW because WCW was coming to its end. You know, I I carried through to the very end with WCW. Good times, yeah. with that. good times with that. But my favorite wrestlers, just like Trail said, is really tough. Like my favorite. Rey Mysterio is gonna be up there. Like he was like I saw that man back with WCW. Like. Yo, he was cold then. I was like, yo, who this dude with the mask on? He just cool, had fits. And then on the WCW game on the N64, like, he had some, <laughs> like, the brightest fits on there. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm picking this dude, though. Like, I'm, so, like, Ray was, Ray was, like, always one of my favorites. And then when he got to WWE, like, I, I stamped that man, G. Like, I was like, yo, that's that dude, bro. <laughs> like, I was happy to see him uh, win uh, the world title and all of that. And then... Third, second is gonna be The Rock. Like I think every, like, I think every, almost every black dude probably has to rock up there as they yeah. no matter what. Because like, though, even though like they didn't try to make him seem like a black man, they try to sell him as a Samoan. And I just see that uh, the pick you just ended, so I don't know what that Brock did to those men, but uh, I'm pretty sure it wasn't pleasant. But <laughs> but just seeing uh like The Rock was the first black dude. To legit like do it for us g like we like every like he was just like beating people's asses and stuff like that he was always had the crowd lit he always like he had that swagger and mystique and all of that that you just have to respect and he always put on great matches and then he whooped hulk hogan's ass because i even as a young guy i never really liked hulk hogan like that so like yeah. we whooped hulk hogan's ass in wrestlemania i was down for it um and then number three it's gonna be random, but I'm a, I'm gonna say Jeff Hardy solely because like G as a kid, Jeff Hardy always killed himself for our sins. G. He always killed himself for his sins, like always uh, putting his body on the line, like for entertainment value was always the greatest thing about Jeff Hardy to me, and it just excited me to just like see this dude do flips and stuff, sitting there. Uh, going through tables alone nobody's there swan time bombs going wrong and then like that match he had that 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 match he had with the undertaker g was one of the greatest wrestling moments i could ever remember because g that ladder match he had with undertaker that man was not going g 
that's when I knew, like, yo, this man got to be old. Yeah. That man, like, he got next, and then, okay, <laughs> and then he did drugs and uh, kept doing drugs. But I followed Jeff <laughs> career through TNA, see him do drugs there, piss off Sting, and almost get fired there. But every time, like, I'm always the biggest, like, yo, Jeff Hardy, do it for the culture, G. Like, I'm always a big Jeff Hardy fan. I wish he never did drugs because he would honestly be one of the top superstars of all time, honestly, if he never did drugs. But, yeah, those are mine. That's me. So. I never I never gave my three basketball dudes, though. Oh, yeah, I did. never gave So, one will be Braun. Uh, I just think, you know, even though I'm from Chicago, right, uh, I love Michael Jordan. And I don't think LeBron is the GOAT, but just coming from, you know, looking at how big a person can get in the, you know, in the eyes of walking, looking through a screen, you know, like, you know, I, when it comes on the court, Braun is just amazing. You know, he can, he can do everything that you need him to do. But, you know, even on the outside aspect of it, he's a great person, you know, just to look up to as, you know, his philanthropy and actually his vision, his goals and things like that for a city, how much he loves his hometown, even though he left it twice. Um, uh, second, would be the big fundamental Tim Duncan because he did it right and there's not a scratch on Tim Duncan's record. Um, uh, he never, he's very underrated. I know everybody always say he's the number one, you know, power forward to ever live. But even during a time when um, Kobe was dominating and people, you know, was putting Kobe in the GOAT contentions and stuff like that, Tim Duncan was right there like, but who Western Conference is it, though? So, um, Timmy is one of my favorites. Uh, and plus, he got five rings with a bunch of people that a lot of people cannot name to this day. And I barely can name. So, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you. And, uh, he was, if you wanted any, you know, I think, like, other than, you know, like the big, big, you know, athletic, can do everything players, if you just want to play, oh, you know, who's going to do it the right way, I think. You can't get past Tim Duncan. Uh, and three, that is hard because uh, a lot of amazing basketball players out there. Uh, and that's just great. But um, this might seem like a shocker. And it might seem like I'm trash when it comes to this. But third, and we talk about me personally, me personally, it's KD, the seven-foot snake. Uh, just as uh, I was, um, I think his MVP year, he became one of my favorites. And I'm not saying he's like, you know, all-time great or anything yet. But I'm just saying, you know, my three favorites. Uh, he, he just was from, you know, out there in like Oklahoma City and Seattle. He was just amazing. And when I'm beginning to you know people don't give kd a lot of credit but he was balling against that my heavy heat team by himself uh he was he was, he was balling and uh match against chris boss uh i healed up weight and you know that was when lebron was just he, he's ascended so and he was balling lebron just wanted that and his, <laughs> uh, his mvp year kd's mvp year People forget 
you know, they always call him second fiddle to Steph Curry now, but you forget, KD, he was on a streak game. He was on a streak of 50, not 40-point games, not 30-point, but 50-point games. No. Kill him up. I think it was that was a time when Westbrook was, like, injured, so he had to do it. Yeah, uh, it was like a minor a injury. Of months or something, like a month or something. Yeah. He was, he was in and out the lineup, I remember. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Monk, like, you know, another thing I love about KD, one, he has no problem defending himself, and people might call that soft, but if uh, he defended his, what he believed is his, his best craft, his best art form. And two, he keep it about basketball. Uh, every time it's about hoops. People might see that as fake. But if you have the mentality of when you on the court and you going at somebody, that's competitiveness. You know, when he clapping at Westbrook's face when they go against each other, that's competitiveness on the court. And then he ain't got no problem. Like, like when he yelling at Braun after, you know, just sunning that whole entire team in the finals and they chilling and having dinner, it's all about – you can see it's all about basketball for, for KD. And that's another reason I uh, favorite. Top three. There's a lot of other people that I love, like Kareem and Shaq, just like you. But you know, KD now and his ascension now, and him just being able to, like, I know he was on the Golden State Warriors, but he really, he really, when he hit that, that not this year, this year, this year was amazing. Last year, when they was getting, when Cleveland was getting momentum, that shot, like, yo, it's over. This is mine, and this is this is my shit. And this year, when they were still, and they was whooping Warriors, KD was like, for every point charge, I'm going to get 40. So it was, it was, it was, it was KD just himself as a player, just himself as really his skill set not really other people have. And the only thing stopping KD from being the, the, the freaking the goat is probably the dude look like he weighs a freaking hundred pounds and he can't, you know, fragile. And he's on the team where he can't, you know, show everything. He gotta, you know, facilitate the pass the ball more, but KD's just a he's just he's just a, just that guy. So he's 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 probably riding off that pace to me. Alright, respect that. Respect that. Like got number love K D. So <laughs> let's move on. Let's move straight into the NBA portion of our show. So NBA training camp starts in two weeks, I believe, or a week, week and a half, one of the two. So pretty much we know the biggest free agency move of this offseason, the biggest move of this offseason is clearly LeBron going to the Lakers. And pretty much we're not shocked by this. It's been teased for pretty much you could say years now because of the fact that literally that, like, look, at the end of the day, like, when LeBron is connected to, uh, to the Lakers, he's probably going there. Like, <laughs> everything's happened. Everything's set up. When Magic became the GM last year, they said, all right, that, like, we kind of knew LeBron was going to be a Laker. When Kobe retired mm-hmm. and was kind of pushing for LeBron to get there, hey, we knew LeBron was going to be a Laker. When Muggs started seeing all the houses that LeBron was about to set up there, yeah, yeah. Space Jam 2 and making all these plans, we knew he was going to L.A. Making so, all these shows and undisputed and all that type of stuff. Is it no? Uh, is it uninterrupted or undefeated? undefeated? That's, that's undefeated. Making that's all those. I think. Or, I think it's just undefeated. Or no, it's un, all, uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. Yeah, uninterrupted. So uninterrupted. Like, but yeah, but his yeah that's all. 
uninterrupted and all those barbershop things and him being be, him in movies. I think he was in that movie with like Amy Schumer or something like that. And people, my man's going to LA. And then wouldn't go be the Clippers because nobody goes there, but probably Kawhi. Exactly. So, we'll get to Kawhi shortly. But so LeBron going to the Lakers is like the biggest move and it causes clearly a big shift in the NBA in itself because. Second biggest move. Second, yeah, Loki, that is second. When you think about the long, like, long degree of thing, that's the biggest move, but it's like impact wise, I think it's probably it's the second. It is second wise when you got a valid point. But like when you look at the grand scheme of things, like LeBron going west, I feel like maybe one, maybe one of the last thing he really got to do to solidify his place as as number two, no matter what, because like you still got those goofy head asses that believe Kobe's number two. And I'm like, I'm sorry, bro, but no. But like this was like LeBron winning in the West, but winning a championship for the Lakers, even winning two, but definitely winning one championship as a Western Conference powerhouse has to solidify LeBron like all time. You good? You good over there, bro? I think not only that, I think that I you, you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You can hear me? All right, so, so not only that, um, I personally think that if he was to, I think he'd be the only, you know, big name to do it other than who. Like, um, like who got two chips? And I'm talking about, like, big name. I'm not talking about, like, role players. Like, Shaq. you know, I'm talking about Shaq and... It's some other person other than Shaq. I was thinking about this the other day. And Kareem. Shaq and Kareem. Um, it's just that if he's doing that and with his young squad, because I think people are under – I know people call it like the meme thing, but this is a squad who goes toe-to-toe with the Warriors. In the, you know, it's the regular season. But they go toe-to-toe with the Warriors. They put their all when they, they get up for that. And you can tell that, you know, the Lakers have that untapped potential. And, you know, I think, yeah, that'll put them as definitely – I think that'll put them as 1B because nothing – it's like even Brian said it. You know, Jordan's legacy is a ghost. You can't obtain that. Like, it's, it's impossible to – to because it's 6-0. and oh. Somebody else will have to go 6-0 and oh or 7-0 and oh straight. To you know, to even compete with that, and that's just competing with his wins. You're not gonna, you know, we're not even just competing with like his stats and things of that nature. But like, you know, Bron winning that chip in LA, doing it in LA, being big at the age. But also, P next year, I also believe that would be another, you know, thing. I think if he wins MVP, that should always solidify him as you know number two. No, you know, no argument unless somebody come up and, you know, I'll chance him in the future. But, you know, if he wins MVP at this age with that Lakers team competing in the West, which is stacked at the moment, that's number two, regardless. Even if he make it to the second round, which is – I think he's going to do – I think he's actually going to make it to the Western Conference Finals because the way that he – one thing I learned about LeBron over his career is he know how to play the seedings in the playoffs. You know how to play to well put him in the right spot for him to succeed. This year, last year was kind of iffy because both of the, the the first team and the last team we went against was, was you know making them work hard. But either way it goes, we know LeBron can make it to the Eastern Conference Final because of the way 
you know, he plays and not worrying about being number one in the conference and not worrying about who off the bam. So I think, you know, the Lakers are going to play the seeding right to the point where maybe, you know, they can get to the the third or fourth seed or the the maybe even the second seed so they won't – so, you know, push coming to sub, the Warriors don't have to meet them in the second round because that's the thing I don't want to see. I can see, you know, Lakers meeting, you know, Rockets or Lakers meeting somebody else in the second round, but I do not want to see the Warriors meeting, you know, L.A. because it's going – the Warriors don't steamroll them. And I, I would say if, you know, legacy-wise for Brian, you know he ain't going to win it this year, but to go to the Western Conference Final in his first year in the West with that young team, that's – he number two already. That – I see him as number two undoubtedly, but – That'll put him uh, and I, you can, I can argue with anybody who want to say Kobe off the band, but that'll put him there right there. Agreed. Like, I definitely agree. Like, and, like, people – like, I watched a lot of Lakers games last year. Like, they were mm-hmm. well, a young team. They were always on national TV. And also just, like, I always found – they was either on national TV or they were on NBA TV, one of the two. And, mm-hmm. like, they hooped. Like, them young niggas hooped. Mm-hmm. Like – People will give on Lonzo about, oh, he didn't score enough, but, like, he was arguably one of the best defenders, uh, one of the best young defenders. I ain't going to say one of the best, but one of the best young defenders in the league as a rookie. He had, he literally, he he was the key part of their offense, like a very key part of their offense because he was, like, he played legit like a point guard should. He got rebounds, drew and uh, moved the ball up, up and down the court and just got everybody opportunities. Kuzma hooped. Kuzma legit going to be going to get a couple all stars and all that. Like Kuzma's going to be a star, and I think the main key piece is I'm not really worried about the veterans. The main key piece is going to be Brandon Ingram. Like mm-hmm. you know, he has to make that step of like because clearly LeBron's going to be the number one scorer. Like that's not a problem. Like LeBron, LeBron does have no problem being the number one scorer, but. And and Kuzma could score, but like Ingram has the potential to be the best of the three. And yep. he has to take that step of being like at least a borderline all star. Where it's just like, cause like, gee, the dude is built like a skinnier version of KD. And yeah. he's, even though he doesn't have the same, he, he doesn't shoot as well as KD, but like he is there. Like, gee, you're like, it's there. And he has, and like, he just has to. Build confidence in a way, like G, like LeBron picked your team, bro. He picked y'all team. Mm. He see y'all got the juice. G. He ain't trying to run y'all out of town and nothing. Like they, he, they could have got Kawhi. They could have got Kawhi if LeBron just said, "I want Kawhi." But LeBron trusted you, niggas. So you don't want LeBron to make that move and be like, "All right, uh, let's trade for Jimmy Butler and uh by All Star Weekend," because you niggas yeah. ain't doing what you gotta do. And I, and that person that's gonna go is Brandon Ingram. I feel, but like Brandon Ingram, boy, you know. I think personally, uh, especially you know Lonzo who, but I see Lonzo being a future trade piece if things don't go well. I like I like Lonzo, but Josh Hart is balling. Josh Hart he's balling. Good. <laughs> he's balling though. He's balling. Um, and with them picking up Rondo, it shows, and I'm pretty sure it's, I don't you know. I say he. I'm saying he could be a trade piece when it comes to this All Star situation, especially you know, because rumor has it, 
when Lonzo went, Lonzo was in trade talks for Kawhi. Yeah, and yeah, the Spurs didn't want him, but like and it's only on that one as well though. Kawhi's a top five player. You kind of had to get rid of. Lonzo. It was either Lonzo or Ingram. And <laughs> well, the Spurs wanted Kuzma, but Kuzma yeah, was untouchable, and they hung up the phone like they should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you tweaking. Uh, but uh. You know, I think the with, with Rondo coming in is, is showing. You know, like you know, Rondo can do you, and with his experience, he can do you a little bit better at the moment. You know, and I think it's gonna do one of two things: he's either gonna light a fire in the Lonzo when he come back, and he's gonna ball, and balling not necessarily means scoring thirty points a game, but balling means helping the Lakers get W's, or He's going to, you know, fade into obscurity, and he will become a trade. Because that's the thing with Lonzo. You know, he, yeah, he's great, uh, averaging nice stats. But, you know, if it, if it ain't equated to wins, it's just that. Same thing with, like, people like Westbrook and the man equated to wins. It's just that. And with Jimmy Butler saying he want to come to L.A. And with, with you know, Kawhi coming up, Lonzo is expendable. Very expendable. I think Brandon Ingram go start playing for a check because yeah, I'm pretty sure his rookie deal coming up soon. Yeah, So he's gonna be playing for a check. So I don't worry about Brandon Ingram. I also think he could be the the two way player that LeBron needs because he's lengthy. LeBron don't have to guard KD the whole entire time, and because that's when it all comes out to is you know is they ready for the Warriors. I can see Brian carrying that team over the freaking new, especially with Trevor Reza going over Houston. I don't think Houston has enough to stop Brian and all those veterans and young people with him. But, you know, back on the subject with the Lakers, I like it. Uh, I want to see them pick up Clay. I know that's going further, but I would rather them get Clay than Jimmy Butler. During the off season, I think Jimmy Butler better off with you know in New York with probably Kyrie or something like that. Be amazing, but uh, or you know, but I would rather see them because if if Bron get Clay on that with 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 like with Ingram and Autumn and Kuzma and who would pick a random center over with man, Agreed. over with it. It's beautiful basketball, but. Uh, I love Bron going to the Lakers. I loved everything about him. Wish he went and went to Philly because that's my favorite team going into the next season. But I mean, going into this season. But Bron going to Lakers, I approve. I loved it, even though it's the second biggest story. But I love it because the first biggest story was Big Boy Kawhi going to the Six, Canada. And- that's not the biggest story. Yeah, I think that's third. You mean it? I, I thought that's what you was teasing because I was. I you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. What is he? Seven foot dude with the defending champion. That's the biggest story. Oh, that's the guaranteed man. chip. Oh, that's that's that's. Yeah. that's, that's, that's <laughs> see, to me, that's like uh, that's like the most. To me, no, like that's overhyped to me in a way because like I look like Boogie's one of my favorite players. Like he's my favorite center in the league right now. So mm-hmm. so we're just going go straight into this like. Boogie is easily yo. Did this thing yo? Hello. I'm here. I'm here. All right, cool. Cause I'm I, here. My, my screen blacked out. All right, cool. So, uh, but like Boogie's like my first, my first favorite uh big in the league, and yeah. like when I saw that, I was like, yo, 
<laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, thing is, they, and the bogus thing is, the Warriors don't need Boogie. Boogie is just using them to be like, all right, let me get my chip. And let me. Also, Warriors check. My check, well, it's not really much of a check. Like, he he, he got, dang, well, he took five minutes. No, I'm talking about after after they get that check. I mean, oh, he's, he's, play, he's, play, he's playing for a check. Nah, that's why, not even a chip, because, you know, he playing for it. He going to get the, the chip is going to add a little couple of more dollars, especially if he balls. But he playing for it. He playing for that check. And he playing for that check from Golden State. People might think it's from another team. Nah, that check is from Golden State. Uh, that's what I see it from. I think that, I think with... You know, it's two expendable. It's actually it's, it's three expendables right now, but two guaranteed for me if Boogie gets that check from Golden State. And you can tell by the deals with one and that Kevin Durant, you know, Kevin Durant won two MVPs. He's won, he's the most expendable because he keeps signing them Bron deals. And, <coughs> and Clay becoming an odd man out. Uh, I don't think the Warriors is going to pursue Clay as hard. So, Boogie going to play. And I would rather, I love Clay Thompson, but I would rather have Boogie Cousins on my team other than Clay Thompson. With the league I had is now, because Boogie, as has been shown, is pretty much unguardable, especially last season when he was with AD. No, people always slept on, they lost games, but they were third in the West too at one point. Like before Boogie Achilles said, "Hey, adios. Uh, see you next year." Like they were, I think they were on a four or five game winning streak. They were figuring it out. Like they were definitely figuring out stats. And I think, but but like literally, like that moment was like, all right. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they just barely hung on. Barely yeah, they barely hung. Yeah, I think it was games where like Boogie have like twenty five points, fourteen rebounds, four blocks, and AD had like thirty eight. 11 rebounds, three blocks, and yeah, they, they're just going crazy. But yeah, Boogie playing for that check. That's how I see it. I see him playing for the check. Dang it, no problem with it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it because it's just like, hey, get your get your money. Prove, prove that you come back from the Achilles injury. Get your check. Yeah, exactly. Whether it's from the Warriors or freaking shoot, maybe the Lakers next year for all we know. We don't know. But literally, get your check, get your ring. Mm. It's possible, like they. Mm. It depends. No, I say it's possible, but you know, I would have thought if Boogie wants to really go to Lakers, he want to went to Lakers, then because they have more money to give than the Warriors did. That's true. A lot of teams have more money to give than the Warriors did. He picked the Warriors. I'm pretty sure for a specific reason. And that was that chip, and then getting that check for them out the world. And so. to the league, fuck you. You know, I don't see why I believe that because New Orleans gave him some cash. It probably what what is not what he wanted. Yeah, it was like they they under they undershafted him. They, yeah. I gave him cash. I guess I guess. Well, I can't hear you, bro. Well, I guess, you know, I, I, I have, you know, okay, you hear me now? Yeah, you're breaking up, but yeah, I can hear you. hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yep, you good. Oh, crap. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you good. What I was saying? Yeah, I'm good. Can you hear me? Yeah, you good. All right, cool. So, um, when, when I, 
what I'm about to say. Oh, so we can go to the the third biggest story that you were trying to lead up to, which is the man with the cornrows in the back that never changed going to the six. Oh yeah, like to me that's still the biggest. That's one. Of the, that's definitely the biggest because that changed the power of everything, and mm. mainly because like the Raptors can actually beat Boston. <laughs> they, they can beat, beat them. They can beat they them. Beat I think I think this is a not because I think Kawhi Kawhi do have to show himself, but Kawhi is going to be good because he had almost a year of rest and still got games with you know in that 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 time he was resting you know he still got a couple of games there and it wasn't bad, um, you know but I personally think that Kyle Lowry gonna have to not fold when it comes to the big time. Like when it comes to the time when he needs to, Boucher, he's gonna, he's gonna, he plays second fiddle to Demar Rosa. He's gonna have to play second fiddle to, to Goddard Kawhi, and 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 Cal Lowry got a, he got a, I think he got a ball, and, and he's gonna have to start, you know, from the get go. He's gonna have to show like, you know, hey, I'm a top point guard in this league too. I get all this money from Toronto, and I, I deserve this money, because if it was personally me, oh, I. Would not trade the Rosa. I I would never did. He was so, he meant so much to that city and stuff like that. I, I probably I would have never traded him. I know he had like a bad time in that playoffs, but then again, a lot of people have bad times in the playoffs when they go in and get the bond team. So I would never trade him. I wouldn't. I know I gave you know Cal Lowry that money. He gone though. I was not he he was the expendable one out of there to Tango. That's how I saw it. And now the better one is going to San Antonio with an okay team as well. And even though I think the Raptors are probably going to, they're not beating Boston in the seven-game series just because Boston is, is deeper than the – Boston is too deep. <laughs> Boston is too deep. Their bench is better than the Brooklyn Nets starting lineup. <laughs> Some of the East teams – not even that they start a lineup is number two ball ball to the that dude can ball. That's all I got to say about Jason. Um, uh, what's that dude's name? Um, uh, the dude that you like. The, the, uh, Terry Rozier? No, no, not for, for Scary Terry. Uh, uh, perfect for defense and, and big. He was a lot of people talk about Tatum, but he was also so a big help when Kyrie was down. Um, yeah, goddamn Al Horford, that bitch has nothing. No, no, not Al. Al Horford is Al Horford. No, I just said him. Jalen Brown. Oh, Jalen Brown tweaking. Yeah. I didn't hear you, G. Watch the smart crew, too. But um, I think they have a guard problem when it comes to that. But other than that's neither here nor there. I think they dominate the East. 
I think they sweep most of the teams in the playoffs except for one team, and that's if they go against Philly and if they go against the Raptors, either or. But um, I think they sweep whoever they go against. I think they dominate the East. I think they end with the best record, and Warriors going to have a real big hole because they don't have a center. Great. Uh, Boogie, and I see probably some no-name. Um, so I think the Warriors is going to fall off. I think the Celtics is going to be so good next year. And that finals, at least the finals is going to be entertaining to watch and not, you know, somebody getting swept or somebody getting almost swept. Because uh, Celtics versus the Warriors looking amazing. And, and it's going to be the prelude before we see Lakers versus Celtics again. The Kyrie going to leave. So it's going to be nice. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be cool. But I see the Celtics being a, the best team in these. I see Toronto not being so far behind because Kawhi's there and they got a dad, you know, they're deep too. But the Celtics are just, you can't even. Shout out to Danny Ainge to build a guy. I'm surprised. I would like fantasy league or something like in the basketball fantasy league and how good he is at that. I'm pretty sure he's undefeated in the fantasy league. <laughs> Shout out to Danny Ainge. I'm going to make a plan for watch comp or something. Tell us the right team to make the win. That's what I need. Mean. Hmm. Shout out to the boy. All right. But I, I see where you're coming from, but I'm just looking at the fact that Kawhi is easily a – he argues top three. I think he's more top five, but mm-hmm. top five player when healthy. But he makes an impact in a way where it's just like, for one – like in a way that he's an upgrade from DeRozan easily. Like mm-hmm, definitely, definitely. He, he makes and then at the same time, like he the team was already a pretty good defensive team. So like you're making mm-hmm. a good defensive team even better. Give and then you have a guarantee like somebody who's not really afraid of the moment either. Like true. Kawhi's Kawhi been in what two finals so far. Went up against LeBron. Not necessarily shut LeBron down, but like he won a Finals MVP. Just because he defended LeBron well enough to win, that's that's how you win Finals mm-hmm. MVP. You get on LeBron's nerves, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> ask Andre Iguodala and ask KD. That's how they got they uh uh they uh champ. That's how they got they Finals yeah. MVPs. But sure. and like when you put him up against Boston, the only really like Kawhi. I mean Kyle Lowry definitely has to step up in that series. And like the but they but one thing I can say about the Raptors role players compared to like Boston's role players. They are pretty ready for the like they they know their roles and all. With Boston, one thing I think they're going to really struggle with in the beginning of the season is just like everybody reaccommodating to roles because Gordon Hayward is coming back. Gordon Hayward supposed to be number two. <laughs> He's supposed to be number two. Like, yeah, I remember there was a good portion of the year last year where literally like Kyrie was clear cut number one, and then Kyrie got hurt, so then it became Al Horford's team, and then during the playoffs it became Jason Tatum's team. And then at one point it was Mark, it was Terry Rozier's team in the first couple, <laughs> first round and a half. So it was just like people got to reaccommodate to roles again. And one thing about the Raptors yeah. is like their role players know their roles. Like they know, like Kyle Lowry is is like still a very good number two option. Well, I ain't saying he's a great number two option, but he's still gonna be he's still an all star at the end of the day. Like I think it's Kawhi Leonard. Like gee, that dude gonna drop thirty and make sure your star player is fifteen. <laughs> like literally, so like true. But what I mean, like, but what I mean by Kawhi is amazing. 
but it's just that the Celtics is too deep. One, I think when Kyrie is hot, he's unguardable. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's unguardable. Unguardable. It's, it's 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 a beautiful thing to watch when Kyrie is on fire. So he already gonna have his hands full with trying to stop Kyrie from God darn dancing on them. But think about when you got Jason Tatum on fire too. Out there killing them like Jason Tatum would do in a seven game series against the boys. And then they just throwing bodies after bodies. Kawhi's an amazing defender. He ain't stopping all that. Yeah. He ain't. Don't Danny Green it, ain't. It took Zaza killing the man. Uh, True. Like he, he locked up the Warriors on his own. True. True. And true. But it's still, I just don't think what it's just. I think that Warriors team, that Warriors team was extremely top heavy that year. So of course you can get, you can get if you get them three out the game, especially if you get Steph Curry and Clay Thompson out the game early, you have a good chance of winning. So yeah, you got to send Zaza at them. But when it comes to the the, the Celtics, they're not just top heavy. They got a bench that can just come out and play just as hard as that starting lineup. So it's gonna be it's gonna be different. I think it's I, I you know, you know I'm a big Kawhi fan. You know, I was saying when the season started last year, I was saying he was gonna be MVP. That's what I was I was saying he was gonna be MVP, but I just personally think that, you know, that Celtics team is just in that Eastern Conference, it's the Celtics, a little bit of the Raptors, an empty bit of Philly, everybody else. Fighting for position. I feel sorry for all those on there. I feel sorry for all the Eastern Conference team that nobody gonna be watching. <laughs> nobody gonna be watching them. Yeah, I'm really not gonna give a damn. Only other really team <laughs> in the East I really care about is the Bulls because a hey, Chicago nigga and also Greek Freak because I want to see Greek Freak make that step up. If, if Greek Freak don't step it up this year, I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing my butt off. I because people thinking he's supposed to be next up, and I'm saying like people forgetting about Anthony Davis. And put respect on that young Chicago native right there. People are forgetting about how crazy he is. Yeah. But people thinking Greek Freak next up. I'm saying he has a worse jump shot than Ben Simmons. So mm. it is what it is. I know that's debatable. But hey, both of them can't shoot past the goddamn paint. And they, man, Greek Freak going to be, I know he's going to be great this season. Probably average like 32. Uh, but he ain't, ah. Mm. I don't see him being that stuff. I don't even see him getting the ring. Yeah, I don't see it either. But let's move on. Uh, let's talk about du- today. Dwayne Wade announced that he is coming back for his retirement tour. Mm. So, how do you feel about my man's Wade? This is my man's last. I love Wednesday. it. I love it, and it's something different about Dwayne Wade on the Miami Heat. So, because Dwayne Wade in Chicago was me, Dwayne Wade and in Cleveland was like one day he's all right and the next day he's don't bring him off the bench. So I I I love it. I think it's gonna bring more spotlight to the heat. I think it's gonna make people watch heat games. I think the heat games gonna be more exciting, especially that heat versus Lakers game, because the way way last time going against LeBron is gonna be amazing. Oh, um Hopefully his body is prepared for that. Um, one, finally we got another go away star tour because I didn't respect Paul Pierce. And now we got Dwayne 
point. Um, so it's, uh, it's, um, I love it. Dwayne Wade was one of my favorite players. And that dude was cheesy on NBA Live. So <laughs> I enjoyed, I enjoyed Dwayne Wade. I'm glad. I hate to see him leave because it was, it seemed like it was yesterday when that man was sunning people. It seemed like it was yesterday when he was winning that ring, when he won that ring and he was the top dude in Miami. Crown Wade was amazing. Still shouldn't have won that MVP, but hey, it is what it is. This is like one. This is like actually like Wade is one of my favorite players of all time. He's in my top five actually. Like Ooh. I fell in love Wade and with, with Wade because like I once again I was a big Shaq fan. So when so I I really I was kind of knew who Dwayne Wade was in his rookie year, but like it was all about LeBron. But like when Shaq got to Miami, I was like, yo, this dude Wade, he got Wade. Oh, like oh yeah, they gonna be straight in the East. And all uh, they gonna they gonna get to a finals. They gonna get to the finals. They gonna beat them uh, boring ass Pistons and all that. Cause I hated that Pistons team with a passion. Like, boring ass basketball, G. Like boring ass basketball. But <laughs> we'll go on that go on that topic on a later episode. But like G, wait, like Wade in that finals, G was a problem. Yes, the referees played a major role, a big major role in everything that happened. And uh, Wade getting that Wade and Shaq getting that ship. But like literally, G like Wade dominated that series. G like he stopped Dirk from getting his fir- his first ring. G uh-huh. and Dirk took that revenge out many years later. But <laughs> but mm. like w- like that made me a Wade fan. I was like, yo, this dude legit cold. G like that dude dominated that series and all of that, and then proceeded to be and like I will argue with some people. There was a point where I will argue that Wade was a little bit better than Kobe. For like maybe a season, he was better than Kobe. Mm. It was just around that time the Heat was like kind of ass. So it was like it was just Wade dominating, carrying a bunch of niggas. And like people forget, like Wade's prime was like he was battling just to get to the East Eastern Conference playoffs. Like all uh, mm. of his prime, like after like that year they won the championship, they traded Shaq in the middle of the season. They got Sean Marion, I think. Yeah, they traded him to the Suns. They got Sean Marion. That was a decent playoff team, but I think they got eliminated in the first or second round. And then after that, mm-hmm. they kind of rebuilt. And then I think he got hurt one year. Then that's when they got Michael Beasley. And then that year, they barely slipped into the playoffs. And, like, once, like, and, like, way during that era was just fun to watch, G. Like, even when he would go against LeBron. I yeah. encourage everybody, if anytime you watch NBA TV, you can look it up probably on YouTube. Look up Wade versus LeBron, I think, in 2007 or eight. Probably oh nine. I don't remember, but like that was one of the most greatest one on one matchups between superstars of probably of our generation because they were going to war. G like yeah, they the best of the friends and people say oh yeah, they too soft, they best friends. I'm like no, nah, like them niggas was going at each other and it was a regular mm-hmm. season game. And it sucks that we never mm-hmm. did get a, like it sucks we never got the Wade versus uh Bron playoff series because I'm pretty sure that would been lit. But like G. Like, Wade in his prime was a problem, G. Like, and then his niece told him, like, yeah, you go to hell, bro. Uh, But enjoy the, enjoy getting carried by LeBron. Literally, that's what happened to Dwayne Wade. But, like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for his retirement tour. I need to get that Dwayne Wade Vice City uh heat jersey for the culture because that joint is fire. And and so, like, Wade is easily, like, a top three shooting guard of our era, of, of all time. Some people say, do you? But, 
So I don't put respect on black and white basketball like that. Yeah, so I don't put Kanye West at all in that list or conversation. Question: um, Do you want to see Wade in a commentary role? Not a, you know, as a like on inside of the NBA or as a you know in the analyst role, or do you just want to have him as you know in like a role where he's you know still trying to bring size to Miami and you know still loving the game, but just at his crib. And I think the first couple, like, you got to remember, Wade is married to Gabrielle Union. And you got to remember, <laughs> his son, he also has a son who's about to go through high school. I think he's in first, second year of high school, and he's already getting national attention. I think Wade is going to be a family man for a good couple of years till his son, like, gets to college or whatever, just to kind of make sure he's straight. And then I think when inside the NBA is about to lose Kenny Smith and Charles Barkley, they're gonna hit up Wade and uh, they're gonna hit up Wade and be like, "You want to be on the show?" <laughs> so he's gonna disappear for a couple years, I think. Like, and not like he's from the limelight. Like, people gonna find him, but I don't think he's gonna really. He's gonna be more like a Kobe, where he's gonna be in the background, but not as loud in a way. Yeah, like, I, I, can I, can tell, I can see Wade trying to be making sure Zaire Wade is gonna be the number one prospect by the time uh, he's a senior in high school. So I can see that happening more than anything. Oh, cool, cool. All right, so that's the basketball section. We're going to wrestling, WWE talk, wrestling talk as a whole. Like, we're not going to keep this vague to just WWE talk, but today it is going to be WWE talk. So we are well into the Roman Reigns era of the WWE. Last month, he finally brought the Universal title back to TV and the prominence from uh, part-time Brock. And for me, I'm a Roman Reigns fan. Always been, and I'm happy that he finally got his moment that he, he that he deserves. In a way, it's two years too late, and the fan base hates it for it. But the fan base can kiss my ass because the fan base is wrong about a lot of things right now. But I'm here for the Roman Reigns era. The Roman Empire is here. So, how do you feel about it, Trailgy? It's a love hate thing. I'm okay with Roman. Used to be a big fan, not as big as a fan as 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 for him now. Um, okay with being in the Roman era because bump the fans. They're the biggest heels in the business right now, and that's not a good thing. Uh, but I just think that I was on that phase. Anybody but Roman, and I think that they have. I'm pretty sure the only reason Roman got the belt is because of you know big corporate niggas want him with the belt, big corporate people and, you know, and Vincent Man got a hard on for him. But I honestly think there's way better people who could have had that belt. And Roman could be straight because he's a big enough star without it. You can have brung back the shield and they could have just been the top team going for, like, the tag titles and it wouldn't, been, it, it wouldn't be no problem. They was bigger without the titles than they were going against Evolution, main event and without titles. And Roman, as you know, is probably only five years in his WWE run, because he's at the status when he doesn't need a title to be, you know, main event, because he's been doing it. And I just think that when you have so much talent with like Finn and all these other people on Raw, even Drew McIntyre, which I kind of hate, love, hate the whole the show thing, and definitely hate the fact now that he got to be paired up 
with Braun. And I love Braun Strowman, but I just think the three of them paired up is no good. Yeah, you have so much crazy. potential. You have so much potential in newer stars and building up the other stars so somebody can actually feel like they can compete with women other than freaking Bobby Lashley. Oh, God. It's... It's sad. Like you gonna if Roman if Roman tells an ACL right now, and it's only gonna be Seth, and Seth is not believable enough to beat Braun Strowman, and then we gotta have that belt on probably Lashley, and no unemotional funds by with the belt. So it, if the man only wears a headband, like I can't get behind that. And I. I it's just like I love Roman. I, I I think Roman's amazing. I think he he's really good in the ring. He probably's got a high fly or, but he could tell a story. And that's the one thing I love about wrestling more than anything is that if you're able to tell a story, it don't matter if y'all move slow or you move like freaking Mick Foley, you'll be able to still freaking tell a story. So it's not a lot of guys love, right now have to do that as well. Yeah, it's, it's not. Just, it's not. It's just a lot of good. It's just. A lot, a lot of times, a lot of the matches now is we're going to throw a lot of moves that our creative wrestlers used to have, and mm-hmm. we're like, okay, and then after that, it's like, oh, it's a good match, but a lot of times, we we remember the matches, but not, like, the shit yeah. up to the matches, so. Yeah, I love stories like Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. The match was a spot fest, but it was a story-driven spot fest. Almost every spot had some type of impact. The commentary, you know, go towards it. When a dude did a running got down chair knee, I felt that. So it's, you know what, being in a Roman era, I'm glad it's in like the September months, and I hope it don't last past got done. If this dude holds the belt to like Royal Rumble, I'm gonna be so tilted because there's gonna be some boring. It's gonna. I love Roman, but his main event scene is a little boring because there's not enough strong people to go against him. Not enough. They haven't built that many people. Because after he knocked Drew out the way, you're going to have to turn one of the heel members, I mean, one of the shield members, heel, and nobody wants to see him going against freaking Rollins or Dean Ambrose at the moment. I'm cool with Dean and Rollins. Let them fight forever. But, you know, you putting the shield back together just to get the man cheered is not going to make him get cheered. The only people that's going to scream for him is women and men that want to beat him. If I, I'm pretty sure if you was going to a WWE event, you're not caring for Roman. I'm bored. Like, because I don't want to see it. I like Roman Reigns. But I don't want to see him at the place he is now because you have way more. Now, I'm not saying indie the whole thing out. Keep Roman Reigns at the main event, but build other people. It don't hurt to try. I'm pretty sure Finn sell a lot of merch. The heck you gonna do it, Bobby Roode? Like he's sitting at table with Chad Gable for no reason. Going to what they doing with Bob? I mean, Bobby Roode. Like you know, him hurts my soul. (laughs) You know, it's you have so much and you wasted so much material on this Samoan dude that failed. Like the crowd's not getting behind him like you want. I'm pretty sure he's selling merch. But who doesn't see them probably still selling more merch than him right now? And the man in China. I mean, and doing movies and stuff like that. So. Hey, don't forget, John Cena's about to take Batista's role in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe. <laughs> but it's. 
it's sad. You know, you put so much. It's like if you don't. It's like it's one. You know, I'm the whole F the fan thing too. Well, F the Smarky fans, but it's a big F you to me. Somebody who you know who's going to ride with the WWE until the you know until they get canceled, which will never happen. Just seeing the same dude over and over, main event. It's on pace to him to main event his fifth WrestleMania. Like, huh, you're going to damage the guy more than you're going to make him, you know, get over. Because the point, even the kids is going to go up and say, you know, Roman Reigns suck. Even the women going to be like, you know, I found somebody cuter than him. You know, so at, at what point what you going to have? Just a big dude saying, ooh, And you don't give him no diversity. He's not, he's, he's not a white knee baby face. He ain't no smirky heel because you see him got down posing with, with kids and stuff. So, what is he? He's not a bat. He's the big dog. Like, oh, I'm not scared of no big dog. He's <laughs> the big dog. It makes you see more of a just a, it's annoying. I love Roman. I'm going to say it again. I love Roman. I love him when he's not with the title. But him chasing out the title is uninspiring Roman Reigns because he ain't doing nothing. He just runs through people. That's all he do, unless his name was Brock Lesnar. He ran through the Undertaker for no reason. Undertaker passed his prime too, though. This is like he still know nothing came from Roman Reigns beating the Undertaker. I said, "Dude, well, he called this. The only thing that came out of that match was he's saying, this is my dog. This is my yard now.' And then got bodied by Brock Lesnar, a part timer who take roids." So it's, it's, it's like, at, at what point do I care for Roman? You can't generate sympathy for him because he's a bitch, no homo, good looking, freaking dang this 6'3, six, 6'4 six, dude who gets every shot. So what's the sympathy? He gets beat up, then fast Superman punches later, he's feared for a victory. And I swear to God, if he do that from the freaking rope spear again, that he's gaining got darn momentum from him. Nobody believes that. Not one person believes. If he hits the ropes three times, he's gaining momentum, and the spear is going to be more on the heart. No. Oh. No. No. Just give it to somebody else. Rollins made the IC title look like the number one belt. Give Rollins universal. People used to get mad at Chicken Hill Rollins. I loved him. He's cold. That was my favorite Seth Rollins. Now we got Roman Reigns doing nothing. He got to have, now the IC title can't get defended. Now Dean Ambrose got to be third fiddle. Just to get the man over. I, I see sense. the reason why, like, I, like the reason why, I, in a way it's a good thing the Shields back together, but I get, I get the reasoning, but I see the, I think it's a reason why as well. Because, okay, I feel like the sh- they should have never brought Dean Ambrose back to Raw. He should have stayed on SmackDown. And then mm. with that being also said, the good thing about them all being together, you don't got to force all three, well, besides, well, you know, two of the main titles is on them right now, unfortunately. But, and possibly all three belts is going to be on them, unfortunately. But, like, it, set, it allows them that way you don't got to really – it allows them in a way if they were smart enough to start setting people up for like, hey, okay, we're going to start building this person up here. 
Like, okay, like, I definitely agree Finn should – I don't even know why Finn don't even have the IC belt right now, honestly. He should, he deserves a title shot. I, like, he deserves at least a belt on him. And – but because, like, only, the only people who's really established a goal against them right now is Braun, Kevin Owens, because it's Kevin Owens. Oh, Kevin Owens about to get bodied by Elias. I mean, with Elias against freaking John Part-Time Cena and don't Mr. Circle. So I can't, I can't. But regardless of the fact that we know, like, history-wise, like, Kevin Owens has a history of being a threat to the belt, no matter what. Yeah. He going off again, be a main eventer. But, like, it's it's just too much talent as a whole. So it's like you. Yeah, I I think it's over. Putting the shield together sets up in a way where it's like, oh, okay, we actually don't have to force Dean and Seth into the main title scene. You know, they could stay in the mid-card. Heck, we could put them in the tag team division and all of that, but also giving other people opportunities for shots as well because it's just too much talent right now. It is too much. And I think at this point, what they have to do is make NXT a third brand. That means people are just not going to get caught up like that. You know, I'm okay with that. It's not not a bad thing. Um, Reuse talent. Reuse talent, as in sometimes if you know you know Rowan's injured right now, bring Luke Harper back in W. I mean back to NXT will not hurt his character. It's just so many good wrestlers that none of them gets like what the heck Shelton Benjamin doing right now? Like oh, yeah. last I heard of Shelton Benjamin was heel, and then next thing I know Chad Gable disappeared and now he's on Raw. I think he I think he messed up that one promo and it was over with. What I did. Uh, he was never known to talk. Yeah, that's his fault. <laughs> but like you know, I'm so I don't know how to say it. Stop. <laughs> okay, that's what I was saying. Stop with the whole, you know, making Roman a prime factor. Because I'm gonna be hurt when the undisputed era come in doing their little undisputed era stuff. Just to get speared by Roman Reigns. That's going to hurt. Collision course. So much. Collision course. Collision course, G. This is going to accept. This is collision course. And you're going to, like, you're going to bring Undisputed Era. Say fast is okay. You To bring Undisputed Era to prominence, you got to take on the SmackDown. And then Sanity won't be big enough. And then you might have to break up the New Day. And then Cesaro won't have nothing to do. So it. I barely see the bar on SmackDown as is. <laughs> It's too much talent. It is sad. And you can't, you get all this talent, but you make mediocre pay-per-views. Shout out to AJ being competent, you know, for his title reigns and stuff like that. You definitely shout out to AJ for that. But AJ has really nobody to fight on SmackDown. If someone thought I'd get this title, I don't know what to do, bro. Yeah, they, I don't know what to do. And but thing is, I think the problem is okay. Like SmackDown is full of heels, but at the same time, mm-hmm. most of those heels are Randy Orton, Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Else. I can't think of well, somebody else. I was just thinking of technically Shinsuke, and they and you don't even see him with the damn belt. So nope. like, and then and somebody else on SmackDown I can't think of right now. There's somebody else. Like, Miz, wait, did you miss? Miss, miss, and uh. I think they got a they got a star in my boy uh the Mexican dude. I hate to say it like oh, yeah, that. And the uh, Almas. 
Yeah. Yeah. So like those, you know, most of your biggest. They got a star. Yeah. So like those are all heels. Those are the only people. But like, there's no faces on SmackDown. Like who? Okay, Samoa Joe gets the belt. He's gonna get a rematch against Styles. Okay, he beats Styles. Who does he go against? Daniel Bryan. He's gonna kill him. <laughs> he might not even survive. <laughs> like literally, he, I think he he might fail. He think he got CTE tonight. So okay, that's one. <laughs> okay, after that, who else? Uh, you have to probably break up the new day. Yeah, so then you send Big E at them. Oh my God! Like, and, I, and we're gonna get to this shortly. Big E deserves U.S. title reign. Just give you, you yeah. New Day all the mid car belts. But um, but okay, okay. And then after that, who else? Like, because honestly, New Day is kind of a. I don't take them seriously. That's when you got to bring up somebody from NXT or another. By that time, brand swap gonna happen again. Exactly. You, you better bring Finn Balor to SmackDown, even you though he seems like a rock. I've been saying it's nothing like it's cool. Bring him to SmackDown. Um, bring Bob Bobby Roode is a SmackDown type of guy too, just he's, because of his role. They, they, never, they never should have moved him. They um, made no sense. Uh, that's what I would see you bring them to have Bobby Roode heal. Uh, Finn Balor get the belt. Then Bala had it for three months. Had Bobby Roode have a long title reign? Somebody from NXT? What? What's up? What am I hate? What am I hate? Throw Bobby Lashley and SmackDown too. Why? Them. Because they need faces. The, the problem with SmackDown, they don't Bobby Lashley is just a face. That's <laughs> all he is. I get that, but G, he's a face regardless. He who, who is in the main event, in the upper mid card. Oh, well, I don't want to see Bobby Lashley delay suplex everybody to, to Hades, bro. <laughs> well, G, I'm okay with it. It's better for him to be in SmackDown than Raw because there's too much talent on Raw. Like, the, the positive is by the time, I, like, Chuck, look, look, G, by the time this Fox deal hits, it's a good chance Seth Rollins is going to be on SmackDown too. Because literally, yeah, I just think the is that SmackDown will be three hours. Uh, hey, like they they gonna need all the time they can get on SmackDown. So when 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 that Fox deal uh, officially starts, like the the brand split is gonna be a lot more balanced, I think, because like SmackDown is gonna get promoted to hell. And mm-hmm. so like I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised. Like, but at this point, they need to kind of throw faces on SmackDown because it's nobody. Like you can't even really put a heel on a belt because who's he gonna go against? But AJ, exactly. But AJ, and then Daniel Bryan is literally a a body slam away from literally probably <laughs> murdering his family. So okay. we're probably gonna need an episode of that. But <laughs> but <laughs> but literally, G, like, it's no faces on SmackDown. But AJ in the New Day, and New Day is not qualified to be in the main event scene. So, I can see them. I would love to see New Day with Big E holding the belt and them three just doing shenanigans. It would be amazing. That would be fun. Uh, they won't pull the trigger though. Hell no. Look, look, bro. Like speaking of, let's just go. Let's go into the next topic. Big E deserves. Mm-hmm. They just need to give Big E a title shot with the U.S. title. Like Shinsuke is not doing anything. G. I don't think. He I don't want to take it off Shinsuke just yet. He's not doing nothing with the belt. He's I don't want to take it off Shinsuke. Shinsuke is too cold to be taking it off of him, man. But, okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, gee, at least give him a title shot. Like, at least, because, like, okay, at the end of the day, like, New Days, they got the free bird rule and all of that to, like, literally defend whoever whoever they decide to throw out there is going to defend the belt. So, I'm mm-hmm. cool with that. But, 
in a way, I think this is a good way to give Xavier Woods more show in the ring because at the end of the day, like, look, they're, they're the greatest tag team in our uh, the past couple of years. So let them be mm-hmm. great. Like, but you get you let Big E get his time to shine because like there's been rumors fluttering like hey they want to try to give Big Big E more shine as a solos competitor. Let him be the solo competitor of, the, of that group. It's not going to hurt them. Like let him <laughs> let him get some more run. Like he's not like. He proved he can. He's one of the few black people in the company who could talk. So <laughs> it's not a. So like you won't put like put him in promos isn't a bad thing at all. Even if and even eventually when the new day do break up, like let him be himself and I still would take him serious. Like he's he's a big funny nigga who will beat your ass. It's believable. So <laughs> so it's just like okay, like even if he do take it off Shinsuke, like new day had all the belts and then eventually like it's slowly like they may have like a. All right, we good, but we're gonna break up type thing eventually. Not like oh, Big E turns heel and whoops their ass. I just like even I don't think the new day. I don't think the new day want to break up. I agree. Uh, I, that is I don't think the I don't think the new day want to break up. I think the much the amount of money they make it off the new day merch. I wouldn't want to break up. Yeah, you don't want to risk that. But like, no, the the like, but still, like, it wouldn't. I think it make them even bigger when you let one of them be a solo star in their own sense. Like, they still new day at the end of the day. But like, Big E is like that dude. Be like, all right, from time to time, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna carry a mid card belt. And but and, hey, they may one day throw like, let's say it's a championship scramble. Big E's the guy representing New Day. I, it's mm. believable. Like, it, it, and plus it elevates them because it's just like we know them as the tag team champs. Like they they're literally the greatest one of the best tag team factions, right ever you could argue. So it's like to mm-hmm. kind of like give them give that group more like something like to brag about or like we could just talk about when we talk about the new day years from now. Be like, oh yeah, they even dominated the mid card and all of that. Like they carried the tag team mm-hmm. belts, but then like even Big E like because like yeah we know Kofi had a mid card reign for a while, like a good while before New Day came around. But like mm-hmm. it's not during the New Day era, but like during the New Day era, you can sit there and say, "Oh, they even carried the U.S. title belt." From time to time, you see Biggie in like a, uh, like in a, a battle royal for the uh, for the main belt or something like that. Stuff like that. That way, it just it get, brings more for them for us to talk about with the New Day, in a way. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, true, true. Uh, Biggie, he can do it. If anything, he did it with NXT. He had that for a short time. NXT title. Uh, so he can definitely do it for you, but uh, don't take it away from Shinsuke. Cause Shinsuke, that dude, man, I can't see him taking it away from Shinsuke, man. Shinsuke too cold. That's true, but then this goes back to my point. There's no, they're not putting up no faces to set up any of the heels. You just yeah, Rusev technically a face now. Rusev is probably about to turn on A to English, so I don't know whether that's. Oh yeah, he's probably he is about to. That's going to. He is probably about to put that on his Yeah. So well, AD, he just kind of turned heel on him and get balled up in the paper ball. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then, once again, I and I feel like Rusev is better as a heel. It's just sure. Rusev Day is one of the most over things in the, in the company right now. So you really don't want to risk it. But at the end of the day, you got Lana right there. So, like, people's going to cheer regardless. And people's going to care regardless. So he, Rusev is straight. Mm-hmm. So, but either way, like, Aiden English would be just another heel, and plus he'll be more of a jobber type heel who I don't really give a damn about because he leached off the New Day name. I, I mean, the uh, 
Rusev Day name itself anyway. So hey, he was cold, man. He's cold. That but dude. Like, I don't. I wouldn't believe. It I forgot what he had on his. I forget what he Chicago, had on that, yeah, that Chicago yeah, stuff. Yeah, geez, I respect that. Like he was real, cause he had all the Chicago yeah. neighborhoods on on. I think the, on that jacket or was it the pants? I forgot. But I think it was the pants. Yeah, it was the pants. Respect for that. Oh, uh, one thing I've heard of, cause they're gonna bring Velveteen Dream to Raw. Roman Reigns gonna spin him into the next world too. The whole that's, thing. That's what's gonna hurt me the more. <laughs> I can't wait till Velveteen Dream makes it because in a way John Cena already set that man up for greatness saying like yo he he's gonna be the next big star. John Cena gave that man the juice. So, That's a person you can take it off of shit and I won't be mad about. I wouldn't be Double Dream team dream get called up and he freaking they have one and drives a mystic that's the old fight. I'm here for him. <laughs> I'm fine. That's and Michael Jackson fighting each other. That's the closest they're gonna get ever. Ever. You're right. Ever. Yeah, like I hope Velveteen don't go to Raw right now. Like if they were, if they plan on moving them up before Royal Rumble, because that's why I see like that's really like he, before Royal Rumble at this point he's gonna be moved up, called up, or after. But like put him on SmackDown right now. Like whenever they just throw him to SmackDown, that way he's he'll be at least the second biggest face there. He'll be easily. As soon as he debuts, it's like, oh, yeah, like, we got Velveteen Dream. Like, and I would literally throw him to Shinsuke. I wouldn't be mad. I would not be mad. Only people who would be mad is the MAGA people saying a black man's U.S. title, U.S. champ. So, like, <laughs> a, a zesty black yeah. man at that. My so, man got a kneel on top of the title when he did it. He do. He, real. he has. He ain't real. Oh, <laughs> the hell out of that man. Mr. Man going to send that man to hell. He be like... That you, you already know this man says the N word, but he's gonna, gonna, gonna say the nigga. He's gonna say nigga. He's gonna say how he are. That nigga need an all title. That nigga off that field. <laughs> exactly. That man gonna be on the next trip to uh, Impact Wrestling. G. He's gonna be lit. <laughs> all right. So let's move on to <laughs> let's move on to uh, the uh, Hell in a Cell. Well, we didn't see the whole pay per view. Like I'm gonna be honest, I I took a nap earlier. I woke up and I saw. Uh, what did I say? I woke up and saw Becky Lynch winning. So, uh, winning Ooh. the women's belt. I didn't see the match, but everybody saying it was decent. And then I really kept walking away from bits and pieces. So, I did watch uh, Drew and uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, what you call it? Ziggler versus uh, the, sh- the two niggas from The Shield. That was a decent yeah. match. Yeah, I heard that match was really good. I got to rewatch it. I did not catch it because. My phone was uh said it had too much storage on it. I literally deleted a lot of my apps today because it was running slow, and I had to go inside my storage to delete stuff. Like I had to go look at all my downloads individually and find out what it was. It was something that was like almost that I didn't know what it was, but it was a lot of freaking megabytes. And I was like, huh, oh, about to get a new phone though, really good thing. But um, uh, yeah, I heard it was really good. Uh, Hell in a Cell, like I said. You know, I was telling you, that's a filler pay per view. It's a slow week of a, That's why I don't, you know, I don't think the only title change. I, I, did I say Becky, I said that, right? I think you did. I remember you saying that it was going to be, I think they're going to get, you say Becky was going to get the belt. Yeah. I didn't really believe you. I was surprised. But yeah. I'm this very is, yeah. where they're going to go with that. Yeah, you can see it because, you know, you see it the way right after SummerSlam, Roman's definitely not dropping it. The icy tyrant out of our line. Shinsuke somewhere doing press things, I guess. 
Um, New Day definitely not going to drop it. They just got it. Uh, I'm going to the raw tag team titles. What are the line? That got switched. Okay, that got switched. I guess that was the only thing. But no, that didn't get switched, right? No, the belt didn't get switched because Drew and. Uh, Drew oh, yeah, they did had it. I don't know why that I thought the two had it. That was a like, that ended was yeah. very satisfying. Shout out, to, uh, shout out to Drew. He made me a fan after that match. D. Yeah, Drew McIntyre is. He looks like he's seven foot five, man. Like that dude, like he's outrageously tall. Ziggler out the ring on his shoulders with the belt on Ziggler's hands. G, the belt's as heavy as hell for one, but he carried Ziggler with his belt on both belts in hand. G, Ziggler's strong. I'm definitely a fan of New Drew. Old Drew with that roll theme song, I wasn't the biggest fan of, but uh, this Drew. Hey, I'm down. Okay, you look like something off a game of thrones. Agreed. Loki, that'll be a definitely that'll be a fun ass uh fake character he would be. Is a fake game of thrones. Him is tough to have a role, man. Seth come out as a white out as a white walk and my man Drew come out as John Snow. Come on, man. Come on, man. That'll be legend. That'll be legend. <laughs> come on. But then let's see what else happened on it. See oh yeah, uh they they made they fake made that Ronda Rousey match entertaining. Keyword. I mean, I heard about that. Yeah, like it was, I don't see why they having Ronda go against Alexa Bliss out of all wrestlers. Yeah, like makes no sense to me. But like the women's raw, like because they division, like well, no, they got the best division in women. Yeah, they have a better division. They just I gotta say, so Shasta at her or so Bailey at her. But I think I honestly think it's because the reason Sasha and Bailey get thrown out. Because I think at a, a, the Evolution pay per view, they're gonna just Sasha and Bailey the uh, the women's tag team titles. Which I understand, but I just throw it at one of the many women trios they already got. So because Ronda has nobody to fight, she like Nia Jax do the return. Again. Oh, oh, it's already advertised. She about to fight the big, the bad Nikki Bella. I'm not really looking forward to that at all. At the Women's Evolution pay-per-view. I'm not looking forward to that G at all, bro. Like, Yo, where's Ember Moon, man? Like, what is... I Ember don't Moon understand. Ember was at the Beyonce concert tonight. She she tweeted. She was like, yeah, I'm at the Beyonce show. Shout out to Oscar. Oscar should have never left Raw as well. I don't... Oscar should have never... Oscar should have never... Should have got that title. Never. Charlotte should have never kept that title at Mania. Never. That blew away Oscar's whole momentum. Now you got to turn Oscar here. You can't never have a corn face. So it's it's, it's maybe taking some stupid decisions to be getting people over. Charlotte was already over. Exactly. Like now people are getting sour on Charlotte because she wins everything. Exactly. You know, she wins everything. She's like a fifteen-time world champion. Been on the main roster for like three years. She's Charlotte only lost two. I think tonight was her second or third pay per view loss. Yeah, she. I think she lost one. Something matches. I think she lost one to. I think she no, probably like four. We can no, have three. No, oh, I can't type two or three because somebody posted. I can't type that four. Somebody tweeted. But, oh, wait, wait, she didn't lose against. I think she lost against Bayley, but the event, and then she probably did she lose to Sasha twice or only once? I think it's once. One of those times wasn't doing a pay per view. Well, yeah. No, she lost the one in the pay per view. Oh yeah, and then, oh yeah, yeah. And then Sasha lost. And then Charlotte won it. 
Yeah, yeah, the shadow one. I mean, yeah, something like that. Uh, that that whole thing was weird. It was just kind of like everything. But uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't like. I like Ronda Rousey. I'm pretty sure she's bringing in a buttload of cash to this company to understand why she's you know running that title. But hurry up and turn the heel and bring Shayna Baszler so they can get the women's tag team title. And start beating them people up with god darn martial art moves and whatnot. <laughs> Gee, it's not even gonna be fair. I can see that happening. Emma Moon taking the bet off Ronda, a heel Ronda. Then you get. They're not about to allow black women to beat their gold. Look, man, Emma Moon is over like a. And she got the best finisher in the god darn company right now. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Jeans, uh, G. Oh God! Don't bring her. Uh, she looks like she's in a nineties R and B video Other than that, uh, but I can see the move Charlotte back to Raw. Probably sending freaking Natalia or somebody over there to SmackDown and having the four horsemen. From that, go get some four horse with the four. I don't even know. But then now I face again. So, how they gonna do it? But it's gonna happen. And just have it there because, like, they is. I think Charlotte's come back to Raw because they want Charlotte versus for a title at the at Mania and as like a co main event thing at Mania. Yep. Um, Pissed cool. off if uh, the fans would be pissed off, they'd go home with Roman. So, <laughs> but, but you know, that's that's Christian itself. All right, uh, having that's well. We're the company going this is other, but but I they flex the but if they don't because we just use the mint, but we don't want to send off. And movement, we you know we see shots the same times. So it's like that's the only problem. I just hate that one person over your whole company over to stop pushing the right person. I feel you. Yeah, hey, uh, and then sadly AJ beat uh, Joe in controversial fashion, which is annoying as hell <laughs> because once again it goes back to my point of if Joe won, who was he gonna go against again besides AJ and AJ? So, we don't even know if Randy's a heel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your boy Big E um, call somebody up from NXT Alistair Black come up man and start doing some bum on you know, uh, I don't know well you gotta bring somebody from Smackdown like Finn Balor have Finn Balor get beat up by him I'm fine with that but all I see all I see is I honestly just see Daniel Bryan being mixed up. 
Dave Bryant probably win the feud against him. I can see Joe having a short feud. If they have another mixed tag team after they wise, bro, and if those wives don't go take care of the kids, G, I swear to God, not on no sexual stuff either. They literally just had kids. Like, so I like, Brie Bella can't wrestle. She can't. She can't. She can't. It's so, neither one of them can wrestle, but Jesus Christ, G. Come on, man. I know they trying to get that Brie Bella money, but I don't think it's that good. Like, I hate to see Daniel Bryan as a mixed tag team that when he's back. I understand they probably get him you know, slowly back into cool pace. But God, what the heck? I hate it. I, I thought we were going to get everything cold about Daniel Bryan. And next thing you know, man going to the big tag team match. I think it's really rubbing that for what? For what? Oh, I'm looking at WWE right now. Bringing my man Ricochet to the main roster. He ready. Ricochet my man is ready, bro. How am going to get some of Joe? There's another nigga who can't talk. <laughs> He's black. There's another nigga that can't talk. <laughs> Look, man. He's black, dude. He's going to get, I mean, on Wednesday. But he's a. Ricochet gonna be a um, a, a dual champion. He's gonna be they they putting Ricochet. The crazy thing is, though, Ricochet probably only gonna be they probably built Ricochet to be the only Grand Slam NXT champion. That's how much they got under Ricochet, bro. And he got a Rock co-sign. Oh yeah, he do got the Rock co-sign. Then he also has a picture with Triple H too, so he's a Triple H boy too. So he's he, Ricochet's in good hands. Regards, I'm not really concerned. He's got to learn how to talk better. That's that's my main concern with Ricochet. He just got to learn to talk better. And as long as he don't talk like Sheldon Benjamin and Bobby Lashley, I'm okay. That's Sheldon true. Benjamin and Bobby Lashley sound like they do on a news broadcast. I think their problem is just like they're niggas that don't have swagger. I can see. Well, Sheldon Benjamin, country. Bobby Lashley's look like he's from the north side. That man wear bus driver hat, me. Like, I can't rock with that, bro. His <laughs> suits be tacky yeah. as hell, too, bro. Like, he, he, you can tell he be shocked. Yeah, I can watch jeans under a tan suit jacket. He with, like, a red tie. Oh, my KNG. God. He shops at KNG, bro. He's talking about doing that wearing Chuck Taylors under his suit, ain't he? Yeah, he wants some Chuck Taylors under his suit. I wouldn't be shocked. And it'd be fat yeah, ass. Uh, and the pants don't even with be the with the goddard, with the goddard bus driver had a different color. Bobby <laughs> Lashley is uninspiring. He's not like WWE. Just hire more swagger niggas with swagger, G. That's all I want. Yeah, yeah Kevin Lee yeah, NXT. He a BLE too, no homo. He about to be cold, G. Keep he real. He bleed that. He's about to be cold. Somebody put me on it. I'm like, yo, that dude about to be cold, G. Like, he got to get out of cold or like that. Adam Cole lost to one of these brands, so he just scared the all the way. Collision course. Hurt. Collision course. <laughs> he just got he like, Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> he going to stand so he going to run. Oh, baby. Da-da. 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 
This is my yard. No, it's the undisputed Roman Reigns seriously. Oh, at the same time, you got a whole. Oh, same time. So you got a whole. I'm turning the TV off. Be like my homeboy extra. Shut it down. I'm done with wrestling. Hey man, collision course. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I I don't. You know they like having Roman Reigns ragdoll short people, bro. I can't stop, G. Oh my god. I hope Alice the Black Black Mass Roman Reigns somewhere too. And I like Roman Reigns. I'm going to say it for the 15th time. I like him. It's just as fun to see him get beat up. It, 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 it's a time it is fun to watch Roman because it's, it's refreshing. Like, hey man. So, going to the Roman Reigns match, um, Brock Lesnar popped up. It's <laughs> <laughs> a standard Roman match. Tell me a time where Roman Reigns is in a hell of a sale match or in a no DQ match. And anyway, and he didn't pick up a kiddo stick. It's kind. Of, it's kind of. I think it's the. It's the new shield weapon. Even even freaking uh Dean Dean made it their weapon. But I like Roman legit. <laughs> duh, like Roman be bringing them kiddo. Oh, sticks. he has. It's like kiddo. Kiddo stick. Kiddo. When you press triangle on the goddamn fighting game, you bring your weapon up. And it's mainly his signature move. The Superman punch is so garbage. Oh, my God, dude. Hey, man. I'm just confused on why Brock Lesnar isn't training for my, uh, get his ass kicked against my man. Yeah. And he's in USADA. He's in USADA and testing cool. That's why he looks skinny. Uh, he's training. Yeah, he's training. And he's off the road. Yeah, he, he he was way different from what he was, like at Mania and stuff like that. He looks even he's really skinny now because he's off the road, and they gotta get him off the road because Dan Corbin ain't gonna. He don't care about the money. He about to fight a warrior on Brock Lesnar. Yeah. It don't matter. Stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know why Brock Lesnar was there. I pray to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that we don't see another Brock Lesnar versus Christian Roman Reigns ever again. I'm done with that. G. I, G, I'm done with it. It's never going to get over. I'm just done I'm with it, bro. Like, tired. I'm tired of it, bro. Like, and I love Brock. What they gonna do? Make make your bus open, goddamn Roman Reigns again for some cheap blood? Exactly. Like, like, I'd rather see Roman. I'd rather see freaking Undertaker versus Brock again, and see Undertaker get ragdoll. But I don't. That's gonna be the only fun of the matches, the ragdolling that Brock is gonna do to that man. Dude, man, Undertaker when he came back, Brock was kicking niggas in the nuts. That was cool, Undertaker man, kicking niggas in the nuts. The cost of the day. And he wore back and put him in the um. What's that? The Hell's Gate. That's the cold on the ticket. But um, it's all, yeah, I don't know, man. He's Bob Roman Reigns. The match is decent. They got, they bugged. Like, this is what I say. They're using the elbows and stuff to get Roman over. Is that, they use, they literally have Seth fall off the top of the head of cell just because. Just because I was just sitting, I'm like, why are they on top of the same? <laughs> like, they just got to a point. And where then it's like, Dean Ambrose and uh, freaking 
Freaking Drew McIntyre disappeared. Nobody know what happened to them. They went to the abyss. It's just like, all right, bro, we're we, we going we're going to the back, G. All right. It's like they got yeah, uh, and then Mark Lesnar come out. Shout out to Paul Heyman, Mason, Mick Foley, though. Funniest that whole time. He makes Mick Foley. So I'm not talking about like he. He literally it was so funny. Mick Foley sold that perfectly. Uh, but yeah, it's uh no Mick Foley. That was probably real Mace. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> probably yeah, a real yeah. Mace. <laughs> Mick Foley probably didn't do no phase him at all. It probably just heard enough so he could sell it. He's like, I gotta yeah. sell this. <laughs> but. Oh no, oh, man! Like oh, it's Roman. Like it, it, we knew Braun wasn't gonna win. Now Braun winning that Money in the Bank meant absolutely Think about that. You could have gave it to Finn Balor. The demon casting in. Imagine the pop. Imagine the pop. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, there you go. I can, can hear you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. You was going out for like 20 seconds. I couldn't hear nothing. And, uh, both got to wake up in the morning for a good place to call a job. So we can just end it. Uh, my final thoughts is F Roman Reigns. And I can't <laughs> wait for basketball. Same, same, same. So well, besides F Roman Reigns, was, I don't know why Brock Lesnar is on my TV screen. I'm... <laughs> Next time I thought I was going to see Brock Lesnar on my TV screen was him versus Dan Cormier. That's when I thought. But it is what it is. Just keep him away from that belt. Just keep him away from it, G. Nah. Bro, I he going to walk in the octagon with that belt. Bro, if they do that, G, I'm going to be mad as hell, G. It's no point. It's no point. Just throw – you could throw – G, Roman Reigns was just on ESPN t- yesterday with for the college thing for the uh, – for the college game day stuff yesterday, and people was happy to see him. So like, gee, I don't Brock is I don't see see Brock there. G, I don't, I don't, I don't. That's all I gotta say. And then shout out to the NBA season starting in two weeks. I uh, well, training camp starts in two weeks, but shout out to all the teams that's about to uh, get dubbed by the Warriors. We get to see if they still have a jump shot. And Ben Simmons, first guarantee this first game of the Philadelphia 76ers. First play, Ben Simmons shooting a jump shot. Goes in. Oh, that's probably what they did. They went in the East. Ben Simmons shooting that jump shot. They went in the East. They went in the East. They might win the East, G. But this is Threes from the Ring. Your boy, Chris J. Boy, Trail Sav. Much love. Much appreciation. Make sure you follow the No Chill Media page on SoundCloud. Follow us on the Anchor app as well on No Chill Media. Uh, What else is I have. Oh yeah, make sure you follow the uh, No Chill on the podcast uh, Facebook page as well for all your uh, No Chill media teams. And yeah, man, appreciate y'all listening. 
and all of that make sure you be on the lookout for the next episode we'll probably be out next week or week after depends on what goes on with uh with both sports but definitely appreciate you guys listening once again if you want to us to promote anything you have black businesses clothing brands anything uh heralds if you want to sponsor us and give us a lifetime supply of heralds g yeah yeah we will play the heralds theme song in the intro if y'all got one i'm down yeah like facts but (laughs) hey appreciate y'all listening peace peace out